I'm Glenny Balls. And I'm Asa Akira. And we are, are super, super curious. curious. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was so cheesy. Today, we're talking to someone pretty interesting. We're talking to someone who's accomplished one of the greatest things in life. He's been on a national TV show, he's published two books, and he hosts his own radio show, but I think the greatest thing about him is that Eminem has rapped about him. Did you know that? Um, I did not. I learned it last night, looking shit up about him. I mean, I don't really think that's the greatest thing, being mentioned in somebody's song. But it's Eminem. By the way, we're talking about Rude Jude. Yeah, Rude Jude. I don't Who, know anything about Rude Jude. Yeah, like I brought him up to you and you were like, who's that? I've heard the name because it's just such a catchy name, Rude Jude. Like I've heard it in my life before, mm-hmm. but I never knew who he was. And I still don't know who he is. So when you told me that, I was like, you know, he used to be on the Jenny Jones show. And then you were like, what's that? I don't know what the Jenny Jones show is. I think it was on like 2002. And I was six years old. So I was watching like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, if that was even on. I probably don't even think it was. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, not Those a good twins. show. They're really good looking twins. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody anymore, mm. but I'm a fan of their work. You know, Ben and Friends. The, uh, they were also Frankenstein big, big Daddy. And big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, they do some great twin work. <laughs> they really, really do. Also, they're hilarious on Twitter. Yeah, I think women seem to love them on Twitter. Yeah. I would love to be one of them, just roaming around in hand, just going to NYU, just banging yeah. broads. I saw them at um, Samurai Mama in Brooklyn once, and I was pretty excited. I feel like excited. they would love you. I feel like they would love me you to. Should try I to follow get them. them on Twitter, and they haven't followed they haven't me followed back. You back. No, that's weird. They're gonna I know. be like twenty twenty two, right? I think I've even like tweeted at them. If I saw a porn star following me, I would follow back. Thank you, Glenny. One time, one of them tweeted um, to the other one. They were like, "I can't remember. Were you Zach or Cody?" And then the other one replied, "I can't remember because I was too busy carrying the show." Boom. <laughs> I was. It, it was really exciting. I like. I love twins. But we're not talking to them today. We're talking to Rude Jude. So, Glenny, Jenny Jones used to be a show. I think I feel like it was on when I was six, even. And so, in 1947, exactly, right after the World War II ended, <laughs> exactly, right okay. around then. And it was kind of like a Jerry Springer type show. Love like those shows, Maury. You know, those Ricky are my favorite Lake. shows. Whenever I'm home in the daytime, throw on a little Maury. Maybe if if you're addicted to Maury, then you even go to Steve Wilkos. It's great. <laughs> And so, um, and like Ricky Lake and all those shows. How about Geraldo? Is that one still on? No. But he, isn't he the one that like- He started it. He was the he, OG. And he didn't he like do the safe reveal? Yeah. It was <laughs> Alcapone's Alcapone safe. <laughs> yeah. I saw it on, I think that show in the 90s on CNN. Why did he do that? I think it was either the 80s or the 90s. I think it was on the 80s one. But I watched those CNN documentaries. That's how I learned about it. He did this whole thing, Al Capone's safe <laughs> in Chicago, opened the safe. Well, nothing. on live television. And it was nothing. like this hugely anticipated thing. Yeah, I watched it. I asked my mom and I was like, do you remember this? And she was just like, yeah, nothing. Why did he, why wouldn't you just check? Because then you don't get the big reveal. Like there could have been Al Capone, <laughs> the bodies of the Valentine's Day Massacre could have been in there for all we knew. That's so embarrassing. That is embarrassing. But yeah, I think the Jenny Jones is kind of like a show like that. It's a... Uh, rating show which i love Mm -hmm. i'm a sucker for more all about it so yeah so rude jude was he got famous by being on the show and he was like a recurring character and he to my understanding he just like always came on and like yelled at people i don't know how he got on or and he was very rude to these people he was very rude rude jude right and he was kind of a bully actually 
but um, that's like kind of all I know about him. Um, I've met him, full disclosure. I've met him before. Have you I've had been on his show. I have not had intercourse with him. Um, and yeah, he's like a really, really funny guy. And he's just like an overall interesting guy. Do you dude. know any porn stars that have had intercourse with him? I do. Who? I can't say. I feel like he wouldn't care. I feel like he wouldn't care, but I'm also like not going to out him. But like, actually, I will say this. It's not a porn star. Celebrity? It's not a celebrity. It's like a, she's like in the porn industry. Like she does like webcam modeling. Is she famous? She's not famous, but you might know who she is. She's really hot. If you know anything about webcam girls, you'd probably know who this is. Well, good for Rujun. Yeah. So, um, and she's actually fucked a few people I know. So cool. there's that. Ask her if she wants to add one more. <laughs> Maybe we can have her on the show. We yeah. can be curious about webcam modeling. Webcam I would modeling. love to do webcam modeling. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. I'm going to ask her. Look at that. You learn something new every day when we learn about webcam modeling. So Jude is in New York. He's promoting his newest book, Hummingbird. Um, so um, let's talk to him. Yeah. Let's do it. Rude Jude, Asa Akira, me. What's better than that? All right. We're here with Rude Jude. Hey. How you doing? Thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me last minute. <laughs> it was kind of last minute. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm right by you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come by tomorrow. Fucking awesome. Um. So, Glenn. Yes. You don't even know what the Jenny Jones show is. I'll be honest. I do not. I think it's a little before my time. I'm a youngin'. So that's like primarily what you first became famous for. Yeah, I was. I started off on white trash television. Right. Why do you think shows like that don't exist anymore? Because people are too. They do exist, but in a different way. They're just produced better. So Jenny Jones was like a talk show where people come up with their problems, and it it would be like it would be a 16 and pregnant segment. Now they just do a whole fucking show, 16 and pregnant, go in, follow them, and that is, that's the new version of right. the Jenny Jones shit. It was so, like the precursor to so reality So it's almost like Jerry Springer? It's exactly yeah. like Jerry Springer, okay. but yeah. like less trashy, right? Yeah, minus the fist fights, more Ooh. makeovers, too hot to get a date, like, a lot oh, of okay. I, tons of strippers. I used to be ugly, now I'm pretty. Exactly, I see that. Look at me now, geek to chic. You know, you know what I used to do with Jerry Springer when you would get Blockbuster. Blockbuster would mail you videos at home towards the end of their career. I used to get Jerry Springer uncensored, sent to my house <laughs> to see some boobs and shit. It's I was hard. like ten. But Jerry Springer great. is totally fake, right? It's like wrestling. Like those people are all actors. Yeah, like right? it's like Maury, Maury too. I think that's all. That's all fake. You think Maury's fake? Yeah, I think Maury's fake. No. I don't Jude? know. I look. I can. I, I, I've. My story on Jenny Jones was a fucking lie. It, what? Yeah, my shit. We lied and said that I made fun of. It was my homegirl. I said I made fun of her when she was ugly, and now she's pretty, and she wanted to yell at me. And the real story was I had been on probation for five years. I couldn't leave the state, and I finally got off probation. And she was like, "You want to go to Chicago with me?" Because my the other girl that she wanted to go was still ugly in Jenny Jones's eyes, uh-huh. so she couldn't get on. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go on and make fun of you. And that's that and was that's my how shit. it started. But I've seen Jenny Jones catch people. I've seen the producers catch people on a lie. And they'll fly you out. And I saw I seen them put them on a motherfucking Greyhound bus and send them back to Kansas. So it's not even necessarily Jenny Jones creating the lie. It's the people applying yeah. to be on the show creating the lie. If you okay. can keep your uh, for Jenny Jones, if you could keep your lie together. They weren't gonna go out of their way to bust you, but right. like the the lie that they caught was this motherfucker was like this chick was like I got three nipples, and 
people keep making fun of me for three nipples. So they send in a female producer in the green room. They're about to go on the show. Uh, let's see. Let's see that third nipple. She's over here. She, I guess she starts trying to squeeze her her fucking side. She's trying right. to get a nubbin. Yeah. Nothing. So a third nipple isn't even that rare. Have you ever seen a third nipple? No, I only know it from friends, really, because Chandler had a third nipple. It looks like um, it looks like a a, a really small nipple slash mole. So when like people would lie rare. like this, they would usually catch them. I was only I was there once. I was there. I've done eighty show. I did about eighty shows for Jenny Jones. I was there one time, and they caught someone in a lie. And I'm sure there's been other lies. And Jerry, Jerry's a bit more flagrant. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope they're lying on Maury because, like, them chicks that got, like, 20 different baby dads and know it, like, that shit makes me want to. Yeah, they're like, it's definitely this guy. Maury's... No, but now it's definitely no, this guy. No, I mean, it's fantastic television. Yeah, it's wonderful. It really gets me going when I watch it. So when yeah. you were on Johnny Jones, like, wh- they just, like, really liked you on the first show you were on and then they just kept calling you back? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't even them. It was an audience. They either hated me or loved me, but there was a reaction. So the right. phone lines blew up, so they brought me back. And then, like, is that like a paying gig? I got, dude, I got paid like shit. So, but, so you did get paid, though? Yeah, but, like, I got paid $300 cash, like a one-off deal. <laughs> For all 80 episodes? No, each episode. Oh. but like, I mean, that's not terrible. I spiked the views by a million. Quick math, that's $24,000. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, not so bad. Well, if you over spike five the views years. by a million, though. Over five, yeah, that's over little... five years. I'm spiking the views by a million. I get three hundred dollars, and then I would have to. I would go home, and I had the worst shit jobs. I had a job. Uh, I I had a job wiping poles down at the most hood ass strip club on Eight Mile called fucking All Stars, where like kids, people were always getting shot, and I was like the one white guy. It was me and another white dude with the ponytail. Wait, your you sole job Mathers. was to yeah, right. <laughs> your <laughs> sole job was to wipe down the poles. I was yeah, I was the porter as they called it, and my job was wipe that wipe down poles and the, the black. That chicks. job doesn't even exist anymore. Now the girls just wipe the pole down themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this was pre make it rain. Like yo, it's it's fucking crazy going to a Detroit club and you watch motherfuckers make it rain and then the chicks look like rice pickers out there like squatting down fucking scooping up their ones like it's pathetic it's the most degrading part of the job for sure I would pay I would hire somebody I'd give somebody 30 percent of the of the cut to go scoop up my money because yeah them chicks be look it looks puth it looks I awful. Mean, it looks I, awful. I struggle with it because, like, on one hand, it's like you should never complain about picking up money, right? Like, that just seems, like, karmatically Wait, bad s- hold up, to me... complain about that. But when I go feature dancing... Do you pick up your make no, it right? No, I have someone do it. You fucking ain't right. I hope so. <laughs> that would have too... been me if I went with you. Yeah. yeah. You'd, yeah. You'd be out there with a little a snow shovel. <laughs> some, some guys use brooms. <laughs> so, would you go after every dance? Like, someone does a dance, they would come off, and you would run right on, just quick rub and yeah, get it was, out? Yeah, it was... Every, every it was two songs per girl, and it, you know it was it was like so. This was during the back that ass up when that shit dropped, uh-huh. like the juvenile shit, and they just pop ass and rub their ass all up and down the pole. I go out there with some. Uh, I, I would wear rubber gloves just to be an asshole to them, and fucking wipe down the pole with the rubbing with alcohol. Like a face mask on. And these fucking. Mm. Awful women, no one ever tipped me because they're fucking black women and wanted to keep stereotypes just booming. Like, yo, it's a dollar, dude. Give me a dollar to wipe the other girl's pussy I, off for you, Maybe please. they don't even know they're supposed to tip you. Like, I, if I were a house dancer, I wouldn't know to tip that guy. 
Oh, oh yeah, dude. Just it just the other I pussy mean, just magics itself right off the fucking pole. <laughs> if you're a consistent worker there, I think you'd eventually fucking realize. I guess. You t- and you know I, what? All, I can only think of right now is like if you go to an NBA game when the plays on one side of the court, there's like these little kids run out with like brooms and shit, <laughs> and they got them get it clean before they come back. That was basically That's all me. I'm thinking, yeah. That was me. And they were <laughs> dunking. Yeah, the chicks were dunking, and I'd be the one. That, yeah. Fucking and the worst part, like half them chicks in there were like tricking, you know what I mean? Like so, half the chicks were fucking, so it right. was it was pretty grimy, right? And then uh, the other job, I, I was fucking, you know, gay bar, uh, gay bar bathroom attendant. <laughs> really? I needed flex. I needed jobs that were flexible uh, that I could get paid. Like, th- why did you need them to be flexible? Because I couldn't hold a regular job doing Jenny Jones. Oh, because your schedule. Yeah, so I was a window cleaner. I did I, I, window cleaning. was that was I had a steady job right. as a window cleaner. I'd go out, do a route, and then I had all these other shit jobs. Rent-a-cop, gay bar bathroom attendant. Wait, what's rent-a-cop? Like, I had to tell people, I had to tell kids to stop skateboarding on the side of, like, a building. You know Wait, what I mean? Wait, that sounds like the shittiest job. That one was, I would be like, I get off at, I get off at 5 o'clock. There will be no security here. Just come back then, please. Yeah. And they seemed pretty cool about it. Cause yeah. I wasn't like, get off, get you little fuckers. Like, yeah. yeah, I get it, man. I was, yo, I was that dude. I just needed a, I had, I had to pay rent and child support. So like, yo, teenagers are scary. Wait, you have ch- children? I got a twenty-one-year-old. What? Yeah, man. You could be a grandpa. I told, I pulled her aside. I said, don't make me. <laughs> not do not yet. make me a thirty. Don't make me a grandfather in my thirties. That's <laughs> like I'm like I've already checked off every white trash box right. there is. Like, don't fucking do me like fucking that. Kid Rock has that. Kid Rock's a grandfather. Is yeah. he really? Yeah, his kid's like 21, I think, 22. That's bizarre. Who gave you the name Rujud? Uh, the one of the producers on Jenny Jones. Okay, so before that, you weren't Rujud. You were just Jude. Jude. I was just Jude. Is Jude a whole name? Yeah. It wasn't. It's it wasn't like that Judas popular. Or... Yeah, well, that, that, no one wanted that name because it sounded like the guy that sold out Jesus. Right. But Jude's like Jesus's cousin. I tried to get a nickname one time, and it was just, it was, it didn't work out. What you try to make it happen for yourself? Yeah, because I kept like I was, you know, like you're, I was, I was hanging out. Me and my buddies all like played women. Like that was kind of our deal. And they had like they'd have they'd have aliases. It'd be Myron. Clifton, Steve was all one person. There was Jinx. Wait, wait, wait. Kev. I don't understand. What does that have to do with playing women? Well, because if one ch- you tell one chick your name is Kev, you tell the other chick your name is Jinx. What? You know, you tell. You, you have it like that? Myron Myron had three first names. Like, he didn't even have a nickname. It was Myron Steve Clifton. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, I need a nickname because Jude was too fucking common. I get, kept getting called out, and I was the only white guy in the crew, and I'm like, I'm going to be Milk. And I was like, no, that's too fucking Milk? It, well, it that's gets a great worse. name. It got worse. I was like, well, nah, that's too that's too obvious. I'm going to be lactose because Milk got lactose. I was like, that's too long. I'm like, I'm going to be toast because that's short for lactose. And I tried it on these chicks one time. We were like at a Coney Island, and I wrote, we rolled up on the, on the girls, and I was in the backseat hollering. I'm like, what's up? What y'all doing? My name, this this don right here, that's Loke, that's Jinx. My name's Toast. And they just stared at me like, my name. They were like, what's your name? I was like, Toast. Like, uh, sir, that is not your name. I know. And I was like, I don't like my name. And then they <laughs> they sped off. And I never so used Toast didn't work out. To- <laughs> Unsuccessful. One one time. But once you became famous, that's it. There's no more Toast. No, it was just Rude Jude. I was stuck with Rude Jude. I don't even like the fucking name, but it's mine, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, when Eminem put you in that song, did you know he was gonna do it? That was that was like 
that's when I was working as a fucking gay bar bathroom attendant giving out towels for a buck a piece. What? Yeah, man. Can you imagine that shit? Like, you know, I'm getting sexually harassed by fucking dudes, but in like, you can't be a dick about it. Like, you're at a gay bar. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like, it's yeah. not like I'm at a county fair and some guy grabbed my dick. Like, I'm at the fucking gay bar. And also, like, I feel like in an environment like that, it's like, you know how you go to a strip club and the waitress is the hottest chick? Yes. I imagine you go to a gay bar, the straight guy is like, that's the hottest guy there. Yeah, I can 100% see that. Yeah. Well, they didn't know I was straight. They didn't know I was, I didn't say I was gay, I didn't say I was straight, I was just real fucking like, they'd be like, you got some, you, you, you got a boyfriend? And my girl, my girl was a dancer upstairs, I was like, I got a special someone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you know that you were going to be in the song? Well, that's, the, and there it is. Like, I was right before I was going to go into work. Like, yo, it feel, you feel pretty bad having to give out towels for a dollar. Right. Um, and my boy played it for me, and I damn near started crying because I was like, what? He shouted me out. So you like, didn't know? No, dude. And this is, I was, first, I was very suspicious. I feel like white dudes in in rap are suspicious of other Caucasians because they think that like I'm the only real white motherfucker around this bitch. You know, I can see that, yeah. So I was very suspicious of him, and then when I heard his stuff, I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Yeah, he's a spitter. Like he's like he's repping us properly. Oh, so you didn't even know who he was before that? I knew who he was be before, yeah. But like I by the that was a second second album. So by the time that happened, I was. Full fledged, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge Eminem yeah. fan. So, That's my favorite Eminem song. So this was like full Eminem stardom. Yeah, you know that yeah. song "Drug Ballad." No, it was this, it was it was on a second album, one of my favorite albums. I was like, he, he got I pretty big off his first album, album, right? I, I think the second one's the best one. It's crazy. Yeah, the first one was like the fucking "Hi, my name is," and then "I'm Slim Shady" is the the second one. But like the track, the album cuts on that second one. Yeah, you got put on the best song. I was, yo, you know what that, like, it means so much Like, for anyone me. who has done drugs, that's, like, the best song So ever. it was Marshall Mathers LP, I think, right? Yeah. No, that, Marsh, oh, was it's it? It's the Eminem LP is the first one, and then the Marshall Mathers LP is the second one, because he's like, this oh, is yeah, my I've real name. Oh, yeah, I've seen this album cover. Yep. Yeah. And, like, that's a, it's old for a lot of kids. It's damn near 20 years old, I think, or. Yeah. I don't really remember much of this at all. I was, like, six. That's fucking crazy. I know. I'm, Yeah. That's We're like my dream. Like, if Eminem ever said my name in a song, I would probably just kill myself because it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Jay-Z could mention you a song. No, Eminem would be way cooler. Are you kidding? I'm more of a Jay-Z person, personally. I, I've had Kanye West mention me and Eminem, and those are pretty, those are pretty good. good. I feel like Kanye's almost would be the number one to be mentioned in. <sighs> nah. I think you say that because you're young. Because you missed... Al- Eminem's first two albums. You don't even understand like what, yeah. like what. I, mean, I was he born was in '96. Yeah. So. Amazing. And the crazy shit is like what, what Eminem helped all of these help bridge the gap, bringing rap to fucking white people in a way oh, that that the BC Boys. He brought even music do. videos back. Yeah, he really He's done a lot. For I, I saw Eminem in concert one time. He did a home and home with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Two in Comerica Park, two in Yankee Stadium. I saw the Yankee Stadium one. That was a fucking great concert. I'll give Eminem that. I'll, I'll do like Good Eminem. for you. That was my great. Eminem and 8 Mile. Good movie. Everyone my, loves 8 Mile. All the white kids that's love That's a great Mile. movie. My Eminem concert story is I went and I was like, I think, I'm pretty sure I was like ODing on OxyContin and yeah. I just like could not stand anymore. So I had to leave the concert. But in my drug logic, I was like, I'm going to walk home to Brooklyn. Like I couldn't stand, but for Wait, some reason I could concert? walk. This was at Madison Square Garden. Oh, you're gonna walk home from Brooklyn? Yeah, Great. okay. Normal. And then um, this guy came up to me on the street. Oh, speaking of being approached, Glenny, and this guy with a ponytail just approached me and he was like, "Do you want to be in the adult entertainment industry?" 
And I was like, yes. Wait, so this is how you got into porn? This is how I, no, this is how I became a dominatrix. But you would never have gotten to porn if you weren't a mm-hmm. dominatrix. It was my first job in like the sex industry. So Eminem is the reason you're here today. Kind of, yeah. Interesting. A little bit. We yeah. all, yeah, we all are, owe our shit to Eminem. <laughs> yours is way better. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yours is way better than my shit. I didn't even become a dominatrix or anything. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were little? Man. I wanted, yo, this, I, I wanted to be a dinosaur and an astronaut, and I, I'm kind of both, cause I'm old than a motherfucker and cannot keep up with these young kids, and I'll be getting faded going, going like going to another planet on ketamine. Are, are you still doing a ton of drugs? Like right now, I've chilled out because I got to sell the book. Yeah. But in January, I'm gonna disappear for a week. I'm gonna go buy about nine hundred dollars worth of ketamine. What does ketamine even cost anymore? We've talked about this before. Ketamine is also my favorite drug. And when I was 15, I loved ketamine so much that I thought one day when I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Ketamina. Like, that is how much I loved ketamine. And then Ketamina was going to work at the drive-thru McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) I've never dabbled in ketamine. So I would like each of you to tell me what is your favorite thing about ketamine. Uh, There's so many things. One, you don't come down from it, which is amazing. Two, it's just like, it's just the best high like you it just is you can tri- you can hallucinate off of it you can not yeah, hallucinate you, you can, can like control it if you take a little you're just a little fucked up and you can go about your day and it only lasts you know a very short amount of time but you can get really fucked up and fall into a how does it only last a very short amount of time but in the same token you just said that you don't come down from it what does that mean like um you don't there's no like you don't feel bad when, yeah. when you're when you're like ecstasy when you feel in the come down you're real like oh this it, is like it, it wastes a whole day of feeling like shit oh yeah afterwards. I get that when I drink a lot yeah, yeah exactly like drinking you come down from even like that's the worst like on there's Sunday, no sadness like on Sunday I'll drink all day football and then I get home at like six o'clock and I'm just I'm just like sitting there like a quarter drunk until like oh I my go god to sleep. if you feel like that at twenty one Glennie. <laughs> Well, it's because I was oh, drinking all day, years. and then I'm home. I'm not drinking anymore. Yeah. That's the worst when Game of Thrones comes on, and I gotta watch Game of Thrones like half drunk. I don't remember anything. Do you do you like reload, or do you just? Uh, d- d- depends. If I'm like, if a, wow, if it's like a Saturday night, yeah, and I'm watching college football all day, then I'll reload to go out Saturday night. But on a Sunday, I'll usually just hit the bar, football, and then I'll go home like halftime of the afternoon games. So like six o'clock, I'll be home, and then I'm done for the night. So like. If like Game of Thrones is on, like on the early weeks, or like Walking Dead is on, terrible show, fuck Walking Dead, is on. I just like watch it. And I have to rewatch it the next day because like I don't like nothing like yeah. functions in my mind. I will mind. say whenever like I talk to you on the phone or FaceTime you on a weekend, it's always like, oh, I've been drinking since eleven yesterday. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Fucking hey, dude. So how much does K cost now? Like, do you buy licks? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be embarrassed to tell you because K was so cheap back when so he was cheap. doing it. But don't you feel like it became expensive overnight? I remember paying twenty dollars for a lick, and then one day it was a hundred. Yeah. So and look, man, and I'm paying. Look at look at how I'm dressed. I don't go out. I don't go to clubs. So they are fucking taxing me. I'm, I got. I get to pay the business guy prices. You know what I mean? Like you. They, and you buy licks. I don't even know what the fuck was that a gram? No, like a lick is like just the liquid. Oh, or do you buy you the powder? Yo, you can't even get yo. Oh, that doesn't exist anymore, bro. That's that's extra hard to get, and that goes for anywhere between. And basically, for we're gonna really break down the drug talk for y'all. The licks, uh, it comes in like a vial, right? And it has like a little, it has a silhouette of like a dog mm-hmm. and a and cat, a cat. and it'll, sometimes it's from Mexico to be like Ketamina, or yeah, some, <laughs> like your daughter. Right, so for all us non-druggies, and then there's the Tokyo. One. How are we taking this in? 
So you could shoot it comes it. in oh. liquid form. Like you were saying with liquid, Hardcore you just drink people it? will shoot it, it like shoot inject it? it with a needle. I've never done that. But the way we used to do it back when I was a kid was we would cook the liquid either in a microwave or steam it or in an oven or whatever. And then you... And then it evaporates into a powder or into like a solid, and then you cut the solid up into a powder, and then you snort it. I feel like that's a very awkward time when you're cooking the drug. No, dude, it's, it's like the most this, exciting it's like time. Fun. Like you just like look at your friends, you're like all it's excited. It's like church, to cook bro. The drug. It's like the best thing about drugs is like the, the ritual. Process. Yeah, it's I this agree. ritual. You get your shit, you pour it out on a plate, you throw it in the oven, you fucking. I get my playlist ready. I'm like, what am I gonna listen to today? I want some free jazz. You what know? drug takes the most time to get ready for? Ketamine is kind yeah, of a pain probably, in the ass. Yeah. Okay. Ketamine is a pain in the ass. Because you have to. I mean, unless so you just buy I was, it in powder. Yo, I was it? shooting that shit. For you were. Oh yeah, I was. I got the van. I got the needles, and I was just fucking into your banging arm? that shit. You can't do it into your uh, into your into your uh, vein. It's too. It's, it's that's it's too, too crazy. You just do it into your muscle. What? It all. It all started because it was. One some point like some millionaire from the porn industry uh, gave me this shit you could shoot into your stomach fat and it'll make you tan. Oh, I'm on it. You know that shit. I'm on it, melanotan. Yeah. All right. So he was get, so you shoot it with needles. Yeah, I put it in my stomach. So that's I was doing it too, but like the problem. But with ketamine. <laughs> but the problem with melanotan is it makes your dick get hard. So I kept yeah. waking up at like fuck. I wasn't getting any sleep because I'd wake up at fucking five in the morning, just dick harder than algebra. <laughs> like, so I was. Wait, like, really? That's your side effect. Mine is that I get really nauseated, so I have to do it right before I go to sleep and then go to sleep. I get nauseated too, and then hard dick. So because I was like, I'm like, oh, it's gonna hurt what, my like, tummy. Um, I'm gonna go to contradictory bed. Contradictory feelings. Like hard yeah. dick, but also hard dick nauseated. hurt tummy. What a sexist drug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so you were you? So I had all these needles, did... and I was used to shooting myself. I was used to shooting myself up, and then I came up on all these liquids somehow. Like it right. was, it was basically a, almost a wrong number. Somebody was looking for the wrong dude, asking for coke, and I was like, I don't got coke. You got any K? He was like, actually, I do. So I just went and met this cat in a parking lot. Wait, that is a really crazy fucking way to get drugs. Yeah, like I knew the dude, but like, you know, like <laughs> he didn't, he, he was hitting up the wrong guy. So I I met him in a parking lot and got a fuck, I got vials of that shit. And I had needles, so I just started shooting it. Did you even like Google if that's okay to do or? I'm a dumb motherfucker. I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't even know how to measure this shit. I write. I write yeah, about I it in. Hum- I write about it in Hummingbird. Like I don't know. I didn't know how to measure it. So I'm like, <laughs> I just look, man. It out. Like yeah. Do you mix it with water or anything? Nah. You just you just stick it in the vial and you just whoosh, and you just like pull out the plunger and then. Does shoot it feel in different your, than snorting it? It's a quicker, cleaner high. Oh. Yeah. Even cleaner than snorting it. Yeah. That's crazy. And the hangover is even, there's even less grogginess or anything oh, like wow. that. Oh, wow. That's, that was, I was so like, wow. So why did you is... stop? Why did you stop melanotan and why did you stop shooting K? I stopped melatonin, melanotan because I couldn't sleep because I kept waking up with a fucking boner. Okay. Fucking the bed. Okay. I mean, I think that's worth being tan, but okay. I'll be a pink motherfucker <laughs> all day. I'll be pink as fuck. Worth being. That's t- so crazy. You that don't. You you've never that. woken up with a boner. No, I haven't. I Tell, don't even know do what you that's wake like. up with boners occasionally? It's a fucking. It's a. It's a real hassle. But don't guys always wake up with boners? Isn't yeah, that like, like what morning night. wood is? Yeah, but like that's it. Like seven, eight. Like this shit was two. It was cutting two hours a night off of my fucking sleep, man. Yeah, it's tough. Five in the morning, I'm fucking rock hard. Like, 
Okay. And I gotta I mean, jerk off with my phone like some like, and then you know, then then what? Now you're now you're going down some fucking porn wormhole. Right. I was jerking off to African porn, like <laughs> bitches from Africa. Four a.m. porn is yeah, that's true. It's yeah. never gonna be good porn. So yeah, anyway, but I stopped doing that. I went back to snorting, um, just because I ran out of needles. So I was like, all right, well, <laughs> fuck it. I, and then like, cause I'm dumb, I'm like, can you give yourself AIDS if you keep using the same needle? <laughs> like this stupid shit that you don't like. I was like, I wish I, I paid attention in science class. I will say not specifically AIDS, but I do think about reusing my melanotam needles, and Ew. I'm like, fuck, like is that terrible to do? I I don't do it just cause like. I shouldn't. It was getting grimy. But like, I do start thinking about it. I'm like, ah, because needles are hard to get. Yo, they're mad hard to find. And like, I was at the point where the numbers were wearing off. The bitches was. <laughs> it started off looking real nice, and now the numbers are all done. So I, I and my legs would tingle afterwards. So I was like, maybe I need to chill this shit out because I'm gonna end up with like a staff infection. So, so that's when I started cooking it. You say you don't do K while you're like promoting this book. Yeah. Like. Why? Like, cause I need to be able to like. This is, I put so much work into writing. Like, y'all cats know, especially the barstool cats. Like, they do so much writing. It's hard to fucking write. So, like, to sell, you know, you yeah. you wrote. Yeah. Like, so this, and then selling is even harder than the writing process. Selling is, yeah, I would say selling is the hardest. I don't know. For me, getting that second book deal for me was the hardest. That was the hardest. I didn't even get a second book deal. What? I got passed on by everybody. I just went and got. I just went and did like a fifty-fifty split with a with a smaller company that I liked. Oh, yeah, that's like what I'm about to do for Fuck the next these one. motherfuckers, man. Yeah, like, but my agent specifically was like the second one is the hardest to get. Like you almost have to do it like the, before your first one even comes out, because I get like I you, guess publishers get scared. What's your and, second one going to be about? Well, I did my second one already. All right, what's it about? It was about turning thirty. Ooh, people mm-hmm. are itching to read that. I mean, it's already been out for like a year. That's how I got this job. I don't know if you know that. I don't even know that. I did um, an interview with KFC for the second book. Okay. And then that's how I met everyone. And then you turned school. thirty, and then now you're thirty-two. That's true. Let me ask you something. Do, do you feel like your pussy's better now? Like, does it feel like? Do you feel like? Can it's I just more say reactive? without like, without um, you know, sounding like I'm bragging or anything, but like I've been told by people who fucked me before and now that my pussy is better now and I think my pussy's better now because like you would think you know after fucking like hundreds and hundreds of dudes it would be looser but I think like my kegel game is really on point yeah and I think I'm really in tune with like the male body now and the anatomy and like when to clench and when you know right I think I think my pussy's better now so these guys are we talking about my friends Johnny Sins and Tommy Gunn no not those guys no one in porn (laughs) Not your buddies. Wait, why did you ask that? Because I think that I like I like older I like older pussy. I like older pussy much. Why? Like the actual physical pussy is better. I feel like women are more comfortable in their bodies. Mm -hmm. They're more comfortable in their skin. They know what pleases them. So, and they're usually better at communicating. So we can both get to an orgasm. Also, like sometimes I just feel like yo once you. once you get past all those mental blocks and shit, that the juice just like it gets, it gets wetter. It's just they- also I think like, I mean you know obviously this is personal, but like I think women can come way easier 
as we get older because like we know ourselves like you said like the communication thing yeah and i don't know for me for me sex has gotten better and better for sure like just by being more comfortable in if i could skin. take a 37 year old pussy and put it on inside a 16 year old with neil degrassi's brain <laughs> <laughs> and tom brady's arm it would be my perfect it would be my perfect girl yeah it would be my perfect girl and can cook like the <laughs> Guy Fieri. I feel like Glennie's, you're kind of like into the more milfy chicks too, right? Well, I was just telling you, I don't want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I was just telling her about, about a milf story. But <laughs> like, I remember we, too much Glennie it. and I went to a pool party um, oh, in yeah, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, old lady. And like there were like tons of hot young chicks everywhere, but Glennie only had eyes for like the milfiest. I don't one know why. There. I just find it funny. Like she, that and girl was there with like her husband. She had a tramp stamp. Yeah, she was like a trashy older woman. And she you, was just and a you were like, older you were like, you have the best body here. That's what you Yo, said. No, actually, her. last week I did a video at this at Hillary Clinton's book signing, <laughs> and there was this like fifty-six-year-old protesting Hillary Clinton. Like she was like a Bernie Sanders supporter. And I just wrote to her, I was like, you know, you're like the most beautiful protest I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she, she looked exactly like a girl that Larry David would date in Curb Your Enthusiasm. But like, she looked like, like perfectly older. But the most beautiful protester is like the tallest measure. No, right? like, I've never I seen, mean, I've never seen like protesters generally hot people? I've never seen a hot protester in my life. That's why I said, like, That's it's not like she was damn. fucking Marilyn Monroe, but she yeah. was a decent looking woman. Um, <laughs> you're the tallest midget. Yeah. So out of all these jobs you've had, you've done the radio thing, you've been rude jude on jenny jones you're an author now you were a pole cleaner like what what's been your favorite and what's been your least favorite i guess doing a radio show has been my favorite because yeah. that's that's giving me a platform to look man i was able to buy my mama house mm-hmm. uh it, like i'm i'm fine I grew up poor and now I'm not poor and I right. really that really did it like I that means a lot to me to not be broke. So fucking serious XM, Shade 45, Eminem, Paul mm-hmm. Rosenberg, thank you. That's my favorite shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh Is it the most gratifying? No. What's the most gratifying? Writing? Writing. Yeah, I agree. And especially like, you know, it's like it's just uh it's po- like my book is popular in prisons. Mm-hmm. You, you know what's awesome? I also heard that my book was being read in a prison and like nothing made me happier. Yeah. Because like those are people who like, I, I don't know why. It just like really meant a lot to me. Because I don't think. I and maybe They're not like could, generally readers. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, they are. They got nothing but time to read. Well, and, yeah. the, and the thing is, is like, I don't know about if you feel the same way, but like the book motherfuckers uh, give me the giant middle finger. Like they don't fuck with me at all. So. I Which think it's is dope. really shocking to me, because your book is really beautifully written. Like it's not like a it's it's not like poorly written by any means. Let's just so see. Really oh, see let's just see some fucking wigger that fucks broads and does drugs. But I think that's why they. If anything, I would imagine that's why they would like it because it's like oh, different perspective. Like look at me. Like no, dude. They, they, I mean? they, if I was like a fucking transsexual Filipino that <laughs> well, came over here on a raft with AIDS. Yeah, they yeah. would fucking they would, they would suck in my dick and lick in my dick clit. They'd <laughs> fucking love that shit. All right. First thing on your YouTube page in a personal life, Martha Stewart's daughter named her daughter after you. Is that true? Yep. Wow. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Martha Stewart. And this is the fucking, this is the, so Martha Stewart, what's her, what's Martha Alexis Stewart? Alexis Stewart. Alexis had a show 
with uh, this woman named Jenny, who still has a show at Sirius, um, like fucking 14 years ago, 13 years ago. And I went over to their show, and they're like, what's your name? I'm like, Jude. They're like, oh, that's rude, Jude, da, da, da. And she, she, we got her on fucking, she was like, oh, that's a dope name. I'm going to name my kid that. Fucking said it. Like, said it out loud. Said, I'm going to bite your name the whole fucking night. And then they have the, then she has the kid. It comes out that she named the kid after me. Or, you know, and denied, denied, denied. No, what? I never did that. No, 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 no. And the shit, the kid, I'm like. Like you're denying me? Like I deny you. I don't want my like yeah. Oh yeah, that's a, that's that's what I I want my name to be tagged on some fucking born rich never had to do shit in their life fucking yuppie motherfucker. Yeah, okay. Some silver spoon. Wait, what was the name of the kid? Jude. Just Jude. It was a girl named Jude. I don't know if she named her like Rude Jude. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Jude. But no relation. Rudina. Judina. Yeah. Rudina. Judina. No, no relation. I just talked in my head one night. Just Rude Jude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. So like they're probably on a yacht somewhere, fucking giving a giving a butler a hard time. There's a, some chick named Jude. Well, maybe not. We don't know. So you're not a fan of Jude Stewart? I'm not. Yet. Yeah, look, man. I grew up as the only Jude. You know what I mean? And now like. All That's of the true. Judes, every Jude I've seen so far has been like some four-year-old fuckboy wearing Crocs. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my name's Glenn, so I don't really, I don't know any other Glens. It's a good ass name. <laughs> well, a good, is it Scottish or Irish? I'm Italian. I have no idea. You Italian too? All right, I'm yeah. Italian and Greek. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any other Glens. Uh, oh, I know one. Glenn Close. He's a artist. Glenn the Close. Glenn from Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh. Ooh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is something. I know what that is. I don't know what it is. Bro, this the best scene, one of the best, all-time oh, best movie, scenes right? in a movie that Alec Baldwin fucking crushes. You ever seen the that ABC scene? scene? Alec Baldwin, yeah. Long yeah. Island product. Fucking. You haven't seen that movie? Nope. I'm surprised. Bro, just type, on, on, on a, when you're coming down off of drinks and you're waiting for Game <laughs> of Thrones to come on, just pull that shit up. It's Coffee's one that still holds up, I think. Oh, it's, a, it, he's a, it's, a, yeah. Jake LaMotta died right now, and I'm going to, on the show today, I'm going to play the you fucking my wife scene, when he's like, you oh, fucking my wife? Are you still doing your show while you're on the road? Yeah, man, I'm going, I got, I got, I'm going to shoot over there after this. Oh, right, because Sirius is here. Yeah. That's right, so if anything, I see, I see. Yeah. Um. So, do, do you do drugs while you're writing? I wanted to ask that earlier. The first book... Uh, I was talk. I was. I was telling KFC. I, the first book I was high on PCP when I wrote the the. Is PCP like dippies? PC yeah, it's like Sherm or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, wow, which I is like in so the that's the in I think you can attest to this like PCP and ketamine have similar, so similar. feelings. So some it's that euphoric weird dreamy feeling. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and like. PCP just to me feels like the dirtier, shitty version of it with like a bit of uh, coffee. Like, it feels dirty because of the smell. I think. Yeah, that it smells it like, like formaldehyde. Yeah, yeah, and like once you smoke it, it's like you smell like that for the next three days. I think. And it everything smells like you don't like, like yourself. <laughs> it smells like it smells God. Like yeah, it just smells like self hate. Like really, I'm putting this in my fucking body. Jesus it's Christ! The most chemically. Yeah, that's true. I do GHB too, and that shit is like, GHB is, uh, the best way I describe it is like if a robot comes in your mouth. That's the best way I can describe it. That doesn't make any sense. Exhilarating. (laughs) What what do you mean? It's it's like, taste, it's kind of slimy, it's kind of salty, and it's kind of mechanical all at the same damn time. 
So it's like a cyborg just letting loose in like your you fucking. Like you have a penny in your mouth. No, not not blood, not blood, not blood. And I've I've tasted my own cum. Right. On accident. <laughs> right. Just one time on the bet. No, I actually, like, I busted high on the chest and kissed on it, and then I was like, mouthful of my cum. Wait, will you kiss a girl after she swallows your cum? I have, yeah. I don't like when guys don't. I don't, look, it's my, look. It's like, it's, it came out of your body, relax. And the like, thing, yeah, and it's like one of those deals where uh, chicks don't, I don't have chicks swallow my cum that much because after I tasted my cum, oh, it tastes so fucking awful that I don't even, I feel bad I like when I come in a girl's mouth. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I'm literally apologize. I can't even enjoy the nut. You're like, like self conscious uh, about like, it. It is. I don't know how y'all do it. It's awful. It's really not the worst. It felt. It feel. It felt like someone smacked me on my lips and it was like mad tingly. Like it was mad tingly. Like it made my lips itch. <laughs> I don't. That's probably more like placebo effect. I probably I've got never. some swimmers. <laughs> Maybe they're just. Would like you be willing to do a lips? cum taste test with me and just tell me? Because it would really help me get over that hump. <laughs> I'll go jerk off in a cup. You just tell <laughs> no, me. No, because you know why? I think, and, and I'm not hitting on you, but like, I think cum is only good if it comes straight out of the dick. <laughs> I agree with you. Off. We really got to fight. <laughs> I think, I think we're on to something. Like once it's in, once it's like st- stopped somewhere on the way to my mouth, it's, it's done. Like I'm not, I'm not interested in drinking cum out of a cup. If there's like a resting out area. Out of my hand. Farm no. to table. Yeah. Farm to table only. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I got my last question. On Wikipedia, it says the producers of Entourage tried to do a TV show with you. Yeah. Which producers are we talking about? Big Entourage fan over here. Lev. The head. I remember reading the name. Uh, that, I'm like the start of Entourage every time. Levinson, uh, Steve Levinson. And, and you uh, guys Mark are still Wahlberg. doing that, right? I don't know, man. Uh, you, it was like a perfect storm of getting fucked on that one. Like, uh, like HBO picked it up, mm-hmm. and then the person that picked it up left the position and it was yeah and then it it goes into like are, are the rights owned by hbo specifically or they released like- everything and i'm kind of waiting to see how this book goes yeah. before i make another another move yeah 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 like we wrote a pilot and everything would for you have it. been acting in it i i think so people want me to act in it because i'm kind of a specific like I'm, I'm a specific character. Yeah. Like it's kind of hard. It's who do you think would play you? If Ryan you Gosling. <laughs> Not too shabby. Okay. Okay. If you just like if Ryan Gosling and Christian Slater fucked and had a baby, it'd be As me. Christian Slater would be. Perfect. You actually, you, you kind of look like Christian Slater. Yeah, it's a hairline. I'm going bald like this. I think it's also just like. The attitude, kind of, right? Yeah, and I'm in, like, I'm the pump up the volume hip hop guy. Yeah. Now, I just, I, look, man, uh, that was the other thing. I was freaking out because they signed the thing fucking four years ago, three years ago, and I'm watching myself and go you're bald. You're just getting older, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I am fucking, I'm, you're I'm just watching. going Costanza bald. I'm straight up dying. I, every time I go in the, I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, yeah, I'm dying. But you know what? Like, never forget that um, Steve Carell and off uh in the office season one was like pretty much bald and then season two i don't know full head of hair bald i feel like like i'm not that intimidated of it like i'm yeah but let's see your hair look at your fucking hair hair. he's greek and italian got yo dog your hairline is to your eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) like you could stand to receive but like i don't see (laughs) i feel like going bald would be kind of cool 
I don't know. That's you're saying that with the luxury because of I'm someone who will never go bald. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't mind going bald, but it's it's fucked up. Like if I have to play a 21 year old version of me looking like this, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I look like. Me on meth right now. Like, it's not a good fucking look. Uh, You're not a young spry Jude. Yeah, no, sir. Like, I'd look ridiculous rocking some fucking, you know, some Pelly Pelly or some shit like that, sagging some Pelly Pelly with this fucking haircut. Like, no way. It's not going to work. All right. Well, Ryan Gosling, if you're out there listening, I'm he sure probably Ryan is. Would love to. He probably is. Talk to me. I, Ryan you know who I could Ryan see like, loving you. to play you is like Shia LaBeouf. He, he, I bet he would like die to play you. I know, bro. He's probably like right now. He's probably saying Nas lyrics in the mirror right now. <laughs> Fucking right now. I feel like he's in jail. I don't even know where he is. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Really? I know, like over like the whole Trump thing, like, he got arrested like five times. Or something. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing some pretty like crazy things. He got arrested in like Long Island City. I don't know. I'm yeah. like fascinated by him though. Holes though, great movie. Because I have a feeling he's Good nothing how you imagine. Dig it up of holes. I, I listened to the book on tape too. Holes. Uh, I've always wanted to read the book, but I was never a big reader, so I never read it. Book Books on good. tape, bro. Audio books, man. Do you do audio books? I can't even. I I can't read right now. Like, what does that mean? I like. I fucking hate. I can't. Like since since I'm writing and shit, like I can't read stuff. I have I have to. What take do you in, read while you're writing? Nothing. Nothing. I refuse, I refuse to read shit because it, it's so influential, right? Yeah, there was I forgot there was some like modern day writer that I was reading him while I was writing, and then I read my shit and I was like, this is a shitty rip off of that yeah, guy. That happens. Who to isn't me even too. that dope? And I now have I to suck. read things that like either I've already read or. I have to like it's so specific. I'll just read the same books over and over while I'm reading or while I'm writing cuz yeah. I find myself also like I'm like getting way too influenced. I'm like Lonesome Dove. I really love Larry McMurtry. He's like he does mm-hmm. westerns. And there's this dude Brent Weeks. I've been reading his shit which is like uh medieval fantasy. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask. So like you guys are saying when you don't want to read while you're writing you mean like? Do you mean any reading? Or you just said you read medieval fantasies. Yeah, I like. Uh, well, so like, I could read a Stephen King book while I'm writing, and it wouldn't affect me. But like, if I read a biopic about, uh, I mean, just like a biography book about like, I don't know, Kim yeah. Jong Un, would that fuck me up? <laughs> well, here's the well, the Ill, the Ill shit is is like I'm sure I'm ripping off these motherfuckers, but it's so far away from what I'm writing about that no one's gonna notice, and it's and it's got a yeah. You know, like Elmore Leonard isn't writing about fucking shooting yeah. up ketamine and yeah, fucking. that's how I feel about like David Sedaris. Like I would say I'm most influenced by him, but like obviously our lives are so different. I don't know who David Sedaris is, but I feel like every like literature class I've taken, it just mentions his name. He's so like much. the one of the best like memoir authors. You know who I love? Sherman Alexie. Did he write um, that one story that you keep talking about? Yeah, the only story I read like in my last literature what class. What was it? The girl with the something? It was about like a Native American kid. I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember kind of enjoying it. It's like, the only thing I what, what's your system when you write? Like, do you have a system? I, I wake up early. I wake up at like 7 in the morning. I drink, a, I, I put on some coffee. I throw on classical music or jazz. Or I was even writing a rush fly by night for a minute there. I just need something I can zone out to and just I write for at least an hour and then I get get my shit going. And I I, I know cats outside like and then I go finish my day. But like I think if if you that's exactly what, that's what I you do. do. But without the music though. But like I have to do it the second I wake up and I'll go for as long as I can. Yep. But that's exactly what I do. You know, mm-hmm. you guys, the stuff you write, it's like kind of like autobiographical kind mm-hmm. of. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Can we, can we edit this part out? No. <laughs> God damn it. I had a great question, too. Fuck. Oh, here, I got it. Um, 
since it's autobiographical and you guys are just writing about you, do people check your work periodically while you're writing it, or you just submit one whole thing at the end? I, I personally submit one whole thing because I like to edit myself before like anyone else sees it. What do you do? No one even edited this last one. Like <laughs> nobody wanted this last book. The people that g- I gave it to, they're like, "We trust you." Like, and I was like, "Are you sure?" Like, "All right, fine." Like, I had to, and then I was extra hard on my writing, so I went back and edited the fuck out of it even more. So yeah, I edited it. No one edited this shit. Editing your own stuff sounds intimidating, dude. I was. I've never been more insecure. Dropping. I'm like, this might fucking suck. You know what I mean? Like, no, no one told me. But don't you feel like that anyway? All the time. Yeah. Reading over your own writing is just always scary. Oh. It's so intimidating. Oh. It is. Like, even but when then I just like, like write a blog or something, I have to read back on it to make sure I didn't like make any spelling errors or some shit. It freaks me out. I just hate it. I yeah. hate reading what I wrote already. Or sometimes you'll read it so many times that you're like, I have no idea if this even makes sense anymore. Sometimes I'm just like that was fuck. I just say that was fucking stupid. Yeah, that, that's like it's not even like I'm like that was a dumbass. But that's line. why I write in the morning because I'm most confident in the morning, and by nighttime I'm like so full of self hatred that there's no way I'm gonna think anything I ever do is even remotely close to good. So like I have to do it all in the morning while I'm brave, and then yeah. the rest of the day I fuck off. Night, night person and day person completely different people. Yeah, you got it. Night person, not so productive. Day person, very productive. Yo, plus you feel like you really won some shit. Like throughout the whole day, you just—it's like you got some pussy. You know what I mean? Like you—I'm walking around dick swinging. Like, yeah, bitch, I fucking handled my shit. That's the best feeling. (laughs) But reversely, the worst feeling is when like you had a morning where you couldn't write at all, and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. So, do you guys wake up and have what you want to write every day? Like you have like, you wake up and you're like, oh, I gotta do this many pages, or like. I don't know. I just do what I can. I'll do Monday through Friday. And like the last the last time I was I was writing that book, like the stories, they were happening as the, the stories showed themselves. Mm-hmm. So like I just would write about the night before. Or, oh, you're that close to it? Yeah. So it feels really immediate. Like. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would just write about fucking. Wow. Like, I can't write about anything that close. Like, I have to be so far removed from it. All right. That's really interesting. Okay, so your book, newest book, Hummingbird. Hummingbird. Just came out. Yeah, check it out, man. I think I think it's pretty fucking funny and grimy and dark. If it's anything like your first one, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's darker. darker. And the writing got tighter. The only <sighs> thing is that your first one was called Hyena, and now this is Hummingbird. Yeah, so, this is the softer side. The softer yeah. side of Jude. Exactly. I love it. Hyenas, real motherfuckers. <laughs> Lion King was the worst hyenas. But hummingbirds, real cute. I think that was my grandma's favorite uh, bird, hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. Well, All on right. that note, well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Hey, Glenn, was, was really good meeting you, man. All right, we're back. So, what did you learn? I love Rujud. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to like him, honestly, from when the way he first started talking and shit. <laughs> he, like, he freaked me out. Is it is wigger a word that's okay to say? I don't know. Just like it's I'm not crazy. sure if that's if we're allowed to say that word. But like he is one, right? He was intimidating. And He's then, like and so then from he, Detroit. And then he opened up. And then once we were talking about uh, how you just like come sh- straight out of a dick to you and yeah. dropped that little farmer table line, he <laughs> yeah. ate that up. That he made loved me so it. happy. It made me so happy. He was <laughs> laughing so much. <laughs> like that's what stood out to you about Rude Jude is that he laughed at your farm to table joke. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the internship, the movie with Vince Vaughn and Wilson for making Farm to Table come in my mind. Um, flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, I was very excited about that. <laughs> um, yeah, he was great. 
Yeah. A lot of fun stories. That happens to us a lot on this show. I feel like we always go into everything thinking they're going to be a total douche and then they win us over. You know what's going to be weird? Mm. When someone's actually a douche. That hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen at some point. We should have a code word for when that happens. And then like do like a switcheroo on them and we just change everything. <laughs> Would you consider Gigolo Brace a douche? Yeah, but you know what? He's such a douche that he comes out the other end, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I It's he's overly him. douche that yeah. you love him. I mean, that's why I love yeah. him. Yeah. Like, that's king. part of his charm. When I go to Vegas, you think I'm going to be able to hang out with him? <gasps> you should start I'm trying to set totally that up now. I'm totally going to DM him. I'll die. I'll have a heart attack if I get to hang out with Jigolo Brace. <laughs> Maybe you could just pay him his rate. I mean... I think I might ask Sean if we have a freelance cameraman out there that could just film me walking around with Brace all day. <laughs> I mean, it's he, he does just charge for his time. Yeah, I I can't pay Jigolo Brace for his time. I want Jigolo Brace to want to hang out with me. Imagine me and Jigolo Brace just chasing Poon in Vegas. What if I just like secretly pay him to hang out with you? I'll, if, you don't, if you don't that? tell me, yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I shouldn't have said that because now if you guys do end up hanging out, you're gonna have that like hanging in the back of your head. If if I if you outlive me, and I'm on my deathbed, just tell me then. <laughs> I will outlive you because the women in my family live like ridiculously long. Yeah, every guy in my family has lived to 125. Are you? You're lying. 125. Yeah, our median age is 121. Are you serious? So we had, we had one guy, my great 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 grandfather, 180. <laughs> What? You're lying. You are the most gullible person. Oh, okay. Before I texted you that I'm going on Alec Baldwin's podcast tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. you were just like, yep. Are you are you serious? Yeah. yeah, I'm going on Alec Baldwin's podcast. Because you tell the weirdest lies. Like, why would you lie about that? I don't know. I thought it was like, funny. It's such a... Did you even know that Alec Baldwin has a podcast? Yes, because remember we got ahead of him that one day and I was like, oh, we're ahead of that motherfucker Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I love his podcast. It's so good. It's called Here's the He's Thing. He's like the most famous podcast person. Joe Rogan, actually. He's yeah. number one. Joe Rogan is obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Just kidding. Like JK, your... JK, JK, JK. Loves Joe Rogan. But, um. I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. Fear why Factor, not? baby. Yeah, why not? P.S. Have you seen the new Fear Factor with Ludacris? Have not. You want to hear a fun Fear Factor fact, though? <laughs> I do. My first bike ever. Fear Factor bike. What does that even mean? Like, it was like a Fear Factor design on my bike. <laughs> that was my first bike. Why? I don't know. I liked Fear Factor, and I had to get a bike, so I had a Fear Factor bike. Did it cost extra because it was Fear Factor? That's a question for my mother the next time we see her. Where does that fall on your um, best purchases list? Not high. <laughs> it was literally just a Fear Factor bike. It just said Fear Factor on the bike. It was black and yellow. I feel like that is a really random... I feel like I thought of a best purchase last night. I couldn't think of what... It, I, now I can't remember it. That's very Wasn't annoying. it your dog? Yeah, I'm saying another one. Oh. But my dog is a good one, yeah. I mean, I like my dog. She's yeah. cool. Yeah. She's cute. She cute. You know what I love when I put my hand near her mouth and she automatically like lifts up her mouth so you can see her teeth? Uh, Wait, but isn't that like a sign of aggression? Yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome because she's a Rottweiler. She just shows so, she's so the, she looks so mean. She has the beautiful, she's the most beautiful teeth in the world. And she, she just is... looks so mean. It's awesome. Really I'm just like, yeah, dog. I hope a thief comes in because you're about to get <laughs> fucked up. So shout out to all the thieves out there. Don't come to my house because I got to... a mean Rottweiler. <laughs> okay, so speaking of questions, let's get into them. Yeah. All right. First question. We have a DM, my first ever DM submission, which is interesting, from Zero H Dwyer. What would your last meal be on death row? 
I actually, I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget it. I didn't know. She said home-cooked meals count. Yeah, I couldn't decipher that. I think it means home-cooked meals count. Well, okay, so if it's, do you know what gyoza are? I feel like I may have heard of it. Probably it's not. It's like a Japanese like pot sticker type dumpling. Okay. But my mom makes like the fucking best ones. So the I would probably get best. that. But if home c- cooked meals don't exist, I, I've always said this. This is a question I've actually thought about a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would go Vegas buffet so that I can go sweet and salty over and over and over. And like, but that's kind of a cheat answer, right? Because it's not one meal. Oh. I mean, like in jail, you're not going to be able to yeah. go to a Vegas buffet. So I said I would either go to Blue Ribbon okay. or like order in a Blue Ribbon meal. Mm-hmm. Pretty much exactly what we had. Like that whole that yeah great that meal. whole thing. The, all the courses. All the courses. We got everything. We had steak. We had lobster. We had sushi. Sushi, sushi was great. Yeah. We had that eggplant That steak stuff. was fantastic. Yeah. That steak is really good. Um, I would also kind of go for just like a Joe's plain pizza. Joe's is really fantastic as Joe's well. Is Joe's so is good. fucking dope. And then for dessert, I would either get the crack pie from Milk Bar. Never had it. Oh, so good. Um, or I would get the triple berry Napoleon from Martha's Bakery. Okay. Yeah. I got mine. Okay. I know mine. It's a, like a whole 10 course meal. Oh, <laughs> okay. Not 10 course meal. It's more like five courses. Okay. All right. So I would go to Outback. Your last meal would be from Outback? Right, just listen to me. Lenny, you're from New York. Listen to me. Okay. It would be the bread from Outback. Ooh, I didn't even think yeah. of bread. Yeah, bread from yeah. Outback to start, and then a honey, no, bread from Outback to start, and then cheese fries from Outback as my appetizer. Okay. And then um, a salad from Outback. <laughs> Their side salad with honey mustard is fantastic. You would take that over the Olive Garden salad? I've never been to Olive Garden. Are are you Italian or not? Don't true Italians go to Olive Garden? No, Garden? true Italians don't go to Olive Garden, bro. <laughs> we get Sunday sauce at our, at our family's house, bro. <laughs> but uh, Their so, salad is amazing. Yeah, the great salad. And then I wouldn't do an Outback entree. I would go to my local delicatessen, My Hero. Mm-hmm. Best sandwich on mm-hmm. the planet. Go basically every weekend. Mm-hmm. Actually, recently I went and... The owner, I think, has become a stoolie because he because he's noticed because he like he's like. I think one of my friends was saying his like niece like showed him me or something, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, the kids in my day like every day." <laughs> so since, since when you told me since like junior year of high school, like every day. Yeah, and it's not even like it's like five towns away from me. But I've, like, can I just say that like I don't know the name of this deli, I don't know the name of that guy, but I have heard about this deli. <laughs> It's so all I talk much about. like you're, I know you're like dying to do a video there. It's all I talk about. <laughs> but yeah. So and then I walked in this past Saturday, me and my friends, and there was a Viva La Stool sticker on the window. Um, you could have shot me right there and I would have been happy. <laughs> Greatest accomplishment. It was a fantastic moment. <laughs> so that would be like my main part of the meal. Mm-hmm. And the side of the main meal would mm-hmm. be my mom's pasticcio. What's that? We're 25 percent Greek. Okay. The only Greek thing she makes is this thing called pasticcio. Oh, you told me about it. Yeah, it's the basically like thing? a Greek lasagna type of thingy. Mm-hmm. Top notch. Mm-hmm. And then dessert would maybe be a lava cake from Applebee's. What? Or a chocolate thunder from Down Under from Outback. <laughs> wow, you're a big Outback guy. Yeah, I'm a very big Outback guy. That's where I went for Glensgiving in less November. I'm kind of like shocked at how trashy your taste is. Do Aside you, from the deli and your everything mom's. about me is trashy. Like, do you like? I'm wearing khaki. Sh- I'm wearing 
cargo shorts, a George Brett shirt, a CCM hat, and New Balance shoes. I'm not you're classy. Such, <laughs> you're such like a if 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 there were a picture of like a straight dude in the dictionary, it would be you. Yeah, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna drink beer, I'm gonna watch football. What do you want from me? Sorry I don't go to like these classy places like you. It doesn't I don't even got ha- this I don't got this OnlyFans money, bro. I'm just saying, like it doesn't even have to be classy, but like you're from New York. Like have some culture. Like I'm not from New York. I'm from Strong Island, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> your favorite dessert is from Applebee's. What is your favorite dessert? Let's hear it. Because it's probably some I just bullshit. Said it. it was a crack pie from Milk like, Bar. It's probably like some three bite fake ch- chocolate mousse bullshit from no, this it's the classy crack restaurant. pie from Milk Bar or the th- triple berry Napoleon from Martha's. Yeah, Bakery. well, mine is the chocolate thunder from Down Under from Outback Steakhouse. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fine. Respect my taste buds. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next Casa question. Hole from R two D two seven one seven nine eight on Instagram. Do you reply to DMs? I, my DMs aren't even open. so Not a woman of the people. Not really. But like if someone I'm following DMs me, yes, I will always reply. But you know what? Once in a while I do open my DMs just like for fun. And it's always just a flood of dick pics. Dude, the amount of DMs I get just from being friends with you is crazy. For Of dick pics? Or? No, just like weird fucking DMs. Like saying like, what? people with like crazy Instagram names that like their Instagram profiles are like pictures of like space and like planets and they're like and they're like just like be kind to her just like treat her well and I swear to god I get one like two or three a week and I'm just like what I will say I do I not DMs but I do get a lot of like social media comments about you I get and every time I go out anywhere there's always someone who's like where's Glenny yeah. Always. Yeah, but I mean, you probably get like I said with the weird DMs. You probably get so many. I mean, like wh- when I do open my DMs, I usually ask for dick pics. So I, I mean, guess that's why I'm. Getting I've gotten like literally pics. paragraphs before, like how I need to like treat you well because like people because people think we're married. Yeah. So people think we're married, and then they just assume. <laughs> you, you know what's really funny? Okay. Um. So my. I guess X, whatever, was on set one day. Oh, fuck. I want to hear this. He, it makes me feel awkward. No, it, it is kind of awkward. And he was working with like a brand new girl. And I guess like she was a fan of me or something. Like it was a girl I had never met before. And he, my ex, was like, oh, that's my wife. And she was like, oh, oh really? I thought she was married to that Glenny Ball. Fuck, guy. really? I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Because it's true though, like if you go through my social media, like my Instagram account is like more pictures of you than yeah. of me. So many people comment and you're like, you're like, oh, how did that fat guy get Asa? And I'm just like, ah, oh, damn it. Most of my Instagram is photos of you. What are you going to do? You're my muse. But yeah, I'm going to answer that side of my questions. Do I okay. reply to DMs? I reply to most of my DMs. Yeah, you do. I love leaving my DMs open, seeing what's happening down in the DMs. I will. You reply to pretty much anyone. I feel yeah. like I'm a two dollar hooker when it comes to DM replies. <laughs> yeah, you are. Except the weird ones I get from you when it's just from you when it's just like, take care of her, <laughs> treat her well. Okay. Oh, it's um, weird. um. And then the last question. Jack Major, is that how Glennie greeted you? You first your first meeting with Asa, I guess. So Asa posted an Instagram picture asking for questions, and it was my hand. Placed gently on a wax figure of Jessica Simpson's ass. It's 
First of all, can we talk about this photo? It's the greatest photo of you of all time. Like, I thought my favorite photo of you is the one I have as your contacts, where you're a kid and you're like... Between the tits? Between the tits. <laughs> and your mom took that photo. Where I got the big Tony's Yacht Club <laughs> on my on shirt on. But no, it's this one. It Go to my Instagram, at Ossahole, and it's the last picture I posted of well, Lenny. Well, I used to be a huge, huge Jesse Simpson fan. Like, my mom, for Christmas one year... She printed out that picture, like a huge picture of it, and I had it on my dresser. And then, like, I was literally like obsessed with Jessica Simpson. Was it the year that Dukes of Hazard mm-hmm. came out? That's and what she it was. was. Like the most in I, shape. Um, we had a birthday party for for myself at my house. We had like a halftime. We all went inside, watched watched the Boots and Made for Walking music video. <laughs> I for that year for my birthday, you know how you can get a picture on a birthday cake? Yeah, it was her on the birthday cake. <laughs> Um, I have a poster of her on my ceiling. Hold on, still. Were, were the other parents like? What I hope the- it was like a drop-off party. I don't know if the parents stayed or not. But I still have a poster of her on my ceiling. It's her Rolling Stone cover. It says Housewife of the Year. I remember. It's on my ceiling because I had it right above my bed. Yeah, I remember that photo shoot. I had it right above my bed. There big was poster. like a shot of her taking cupcakes out of an oven. Yeah, big poster yeah. still on my ceiling. And then I remember I went on Google Images and just like typed in Jessica Simpson bra. And it's like a picture of her just like with a bag of luggage fully clothed on a bed just taking her bras out. And I printed that out, a little picture, and taped it on the poster. And I that's love still that. on the poster. I love that like you probably went from Jessica Simpson nude to Jessica Simpson bra. Yeah. I mean, the new- I remember my mom told me she was like going to post nude in a movie like seven years ago. It hasn't happened yet. I got so excited. Well- we still have time. She was, that was, wow. Jessica Simpson, Dukes of Hazard. She's, I have this theory that blondes can carry weight really well. Because I think she almost looks better with weight on. And I feel the same exact way about Christina Aguilera. I don't, I don't I feel like I haven't seen Christina Aguilera. But Jessica Simpson, Dukes of Hazard. Amazing. Like, what's better than that? I think her, her, Dukes of Hazard and Megan Fox Transformers. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's hotter, but those are like the top two hottest like time frames ever. I'm gonna go with Jessica Simpson. Dukes That's of like Hazard. so bold. And everyone always says Jessica Simpson how she like Christian bringing up upbringing yeah. like good girl. Yeah. That Dukes of Hazard music video was fucking raunchy. Oh yeah. I could jerk off to it if I really wanted and to. And you know her dad's like her manager, and he's a pastor, so he had her do that. Yeah. Like, that's pretty amazing. Like that, I didn't realize. I, I think we were talking about this recently, like, uh, within the past couple of months. I don't know if I was watching Probably. with you or something, but I, I rewatched that music video. That music video, like I said, it is raunchy. Oh, yeah. It, it was us, and it holds <laughs> it's up. It's a raunchy music video. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Whatever. But is that how I greeted you when I first met you? No. Yeah, I was pretty scared to talk to you. I don't remember. I remember exactly what happened. Okay. It was the... Um, it was the day of the marathon. Yeah. And you it were in class. It was the day before the election. Mm-hmm. Day of the marathon. I was in class. I remember tweeting out, of course, the one day Asa Kier's in the office. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right, this is a marathon. Brett was like, you got to get over here. I, and yeah, I was like, like all right, the, everyone wants to see the, the fat guy run. The stoolies were like demanding that you everyone come into the office Everyone wants to see the fat guy day. run. So I had to go over, stepped out of math class. And then, um, yeah, I don't remember the first thing I said to you. I was shook. I was like so scared to talk to you. I don't remember the first thing he said to me was either yeah I don't remember either I think it must have been along the lines of like I must have been like oh so you're Lenny Balls because like literally every single comment because I was reading the comments that day like that that's what I was doing here and every single comment was like where's Lenny Balls where's Lenny Balls yeah people wanted to see me run yeah but 
Yeah, that was the day we met. And then the next day, the day of the election, we talked a lot. That was when you made me your intern. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah, great times. Great times. And now we're here, <laughs> married. And now you're mean to me. I'm not mean to you. You're super mean to me. I'm not, you're the meanest person in my life. No, I'm fucking not. Absolutely you are. Every time I mean to you, though, it's out of love. Ask any of my friends. Yeah. Ask my mom. Ask no, anybody. Yeah. I see the way you treat your mom, and it's kind of the way you treat me. Yeah, my two favorite women. <laughs> I just treat them perfectly. Um, all right, so I, I guess that's it. I guess so. We didn't really talk much about Rude Jude. What <laughs> 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 Did we go over what we learned? I think so. I don't even remember. <laughs> We got really wrapped up in these questions. I'm dying. Okay, so... Who, ooh, wait. Mm. Who do you think mm. is the coolest rapper you, you'd want to be mentioned in a song by? Eminem. Absolutely Eminem. Really? Yeah. 100%. I thought your favorite rapper ever was Biggie. I mean, okay, fine. If we're going to like talk about people who are dead, maybe Big L would be cool. Yeah, Biggie would be cool. Big Obviously, Biggie would be fucking cool. Fucking Big L. No, Biggie would be awesome. But So I, living, gonna... it would be Eminem? Yeah. Wow. It would. It would. Cool. You'd pick living who? Jay-Z? Jay-Z, probably. Yeah. I mean, that would be awesome, but like... I think it's not that big of a deal to get mentioned in a song, though. You know what I do love, though? Whenever Jay-Z mentions Biggie, that always gets my dick hard. Yeah, you know what I also really liked? Remember when Kanye did that song about Jay-Z? That big brother. Bit my big brother. Yeah. Was big. Like that, I really- One I of my favorite things is uh, Kanye in the song Get Him High. He's like, who the hell is this? Emailing me at 1126, telling me that she 3626. That's Who's like, it about? That's like the same thing as Big in Warning. Who the fuck is this? Oh, Page of me at 546 in the morning. Crack a dawn and now I'm yawning. I was like, oh shit, look at I that. I never made that connection. Well, now you've heard it. Thank you for for enlightening that me. That was our rap lesson. Yes. We start doing rap lessons. Yes. I don't really listen to rap like that often. Like genius lyrics. You don't listen to rap? I only listen to, I listen to Biggie, Jay-Z, and, and Kanye. Nas. And like Lil Dicky. Yeah, I don't, I like I don't really Dickie listen to Nas. I like old rap. I like old rap Biggie too. and Jay-Z. Those are my guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with I that. I can't believe I didn't go to the Bad Boy Tour. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't. I like I like wasn't in a biggie phase then. Like my biggie phase like ended like three years ago. That was like six months ago. I know. And then like it recently just caught up again like two, three months ago. I think I've been in a biggie phase since He's so good. It's like so I amazing. never wasn't. It's so good. Give me the loot, Machine Gun Funk. Machine Gun Funk is so fucking good. I feel like my favorite Biggie song changes all the time. Going back to Cali, I think is my favorite. It's so good. I think right now it might be warning. I, I don't know. Who the fuck is this? Page but maybe I, that just came to mind because you said that. Warning is a great song. And then at the end, it's like, yo, yo, you got ever dot in your head too? I mean, me and my bitch is a classic, and I'm a girl, so obviously yeah, I like that one. My first girl was a trick. You look I don't so know. good, huh? I'll suck I'll on your daddy's dick. That's Suicidal like such a thoughts. brave thing to say. You don't look you so think? good. I'll, I'll, wait, you look so good, huh? I'll suck on your daddy's dick. Like, that's a really brave thing to say, especially that's back the then. That's the notorious B.I.G., bro. Like I, I could see like Tyler the Creator saying that. When now. you're the best rapper of all time, you can you say can whatever say you like want. You can say things like that. And Dreams, Dreams is a very good song. Just playing. Dreams is a great song. Ready to die? What an album. Dreams is a great song. Like Life After Death doesn't really get me going. Like Ready and to Die does. And you know what? Like he had the insight that Mariah Carey's kind of scary. 
Like, yeah. like back then she wasn't kind of scary. scary. Wait a minute, what about my honey Mary? Like she only became crazy after he was dead. Yeah. So he must have had that like intuition. Are you saying he fucked Mariah Carey? I don't know. Yeah, but Ready to Die is so much better than Life After Death. Like Life After Death, aside from like going back to Cali, hypnotize, I don't even know what songs hypnotize, are from what. Sky's oh. the Limit. Not that great. I got a story to tell. It is a fantastic song, and it's always fun thinking about who it was. I think they said it was Anthony Mason, though. R.I.P. Mace. Who's? Oh, it's about Mace. Anthony Mason. Who's Anthony Knicks. Mason? You know the song I got a story to tell. Yeah. When he's when he's like get dick from a player on the New York Knicks. Like the song is about him cheating on somebody, cheating on someone on the Knicks' girlfriend or wife or whatever. You should um, work for Genius Lyrics or whatever. Where's Genius kind of. Lyrics? It's like this site that like shows you the you go you look up the lyrics to a song and then it tells you what each lyric means. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, um <laughs> we've been gone on a big tangent here, so Yeah, okay. So um we're going to try to do a biggie episode somehow. Who would we talk to? I sent you to? two. I'd send you Lil Cease and Nino Brown. Get yeah. me get me someone from Junior Mafia. They haven't followed me back. So I feel I like you could find pr- definitely get somebody that like knew Biggie. I would love to do a Biggie episode. We should do that. And also if you listen to this Rude Jude, I'm sorry. We we just we've just gone off. <laughs> It's a Friday afternoon. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right. All right. See everyone around. Bye. On the block. You know, selling crack. <laughs> what? I don't know what. I'm sorry. Crack pie. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good Goodbye. weekend or week, depending on when this comes out.